Everybody, welcome to another episode of Lem. Me, no, I'm your host, Angel Lem. So, um, as you guys know, we're all going through, you know, something, and uh, I kind of wanted to address it. I didn't want to release the episode featuring a guest because I didn't feel it was right. You know, like it'd be kind of self-serving. So I figured, why not talk about what's going on, right? I'm the last person to talk about politics, but I, I figured, you know what, I, it's it's only fair that I put, put in my, my two cents, and, you know, since I've experienced, I'm a person of color, and I bring a lot of people of color to the show, you know, I couldn't just stand, stand back and not talk about this, so today, um, pretty much I'm interviewed by my girlfriend, I'm not going to give her identity because she doesn't want you guys to know who she is. But um, we, we talked about this, you know, we pretty much, I feel like it was very, like, personally, like I really enjoyed it. And I was able to talk about how I felt or how I feel. And, you know, hopefully you guys agree with what we're saying. If you don't agree with it, then no, that's your, that's your right. You know, you don't have to agree with me or it's just my opinion of what's going on. Um, hopefully you guys are doing okay. If you guys are safe, you're protesting. And uh, I just want to say, if you're not protesting, don't feel bad that you're not. You know, I'm personally, I'm not a person that likes confrontation. So how I'm looking at things is like people are getting arrested, and you know, I have responsibilities. You don't have to go to work, but at the same time, I feel like I have this platform where. I do share your concerns. I share your how you feel. So I want to use my platform for that. And I didn't want to stand back and not say how I felt. And because I know like you're listening to me and, and I'm all about bringing people together and I'm about equality and all that. And if I didn't say something, it'd be a disservice to everybody. So, you know, I know you didn't ask for this episode, but I just felt like, I couldn't stand back and not say something. So, like I said, um, this is the episode of my girl. We talk about what's going on, our opinions, and our views of what's going on. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And, yeah, so stay safe. Protest peacefully. If you see something, say something. If you see people damaging private property or, you know, businesses, you know, you have to... Stand in front of them and stop them because they're not hurting 
the big corporations are hurting our people they're hurting small businesses people that worked hard for the things they worked for, they, they have so it's not fair that people are are destroying our communities and they're going somewhere safe where they could just they're doing it for the hype they're doing it just for instagram and for social media so yeah so like i said stay safe and you know make sure you use your voice and that you don't don't be don't stay quiet help each other and yeah just be safe that's that's all i want you guys just to be safe so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode bye
yeah. make a change It's time for us as a people to start making some changes Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live And let's change the way we treat each other You see the old way wasn't working so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive and still I see no changes Can a brother get a little peace? It's war on the streets and a war in the Middle East Instead of war on poverty They got a war on drugs so the police can bother me And I ain't never did a crime I ain't have to do But now I'm back when the box giving it back to you Don't let them jack you up, back you up, crack you up And pips smack you up You gotta learn to hold your own They get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone But tell the cops I can't touch this I don't trust this when they try to rush I bust this That's the sound number two You say it ain't cool I didn't raise no fool And as long as I stay black I gotta stay strapped And I never get to lay back Cause I always gotta worry about the payback Some buck that I roughed up way back Coming back after all these years Right tat 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 That's the way it is uh. That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Something will never change. Okay. So we're here with Angel Lem, and I just wanted to ask him, you know, how are you doing today? I'm good. Well, I've been better, but I'm all right now. I'm pretty sure, you know. There's a lot of turmoil that's going on, and it's really left, I mean, at least myself, and I'm sure, like, maybe you, really thinking about where do I fit into all of this, and what I mean is, right now, you're getting a lot of upset people due to what's going on in the world. I mean, we already have COVID-19. And now, like, there's being more light shed on to um, the corrupt law enforcement and unfair treatment. And this is not new information. It's just, I feel like there's a, a people are, I wouldn't say a lot more sensitive, but we're just over uh, bad things happening and not being brought to justice. So I just wanted to know, like, how do you feel about this? Where do you feel that? as a nation and what steps that we should get to go towards a better society where we're understanding and we can just like put this behind us not to say that we wouldn't for we would forget it because that's not what i'm saying what i'm asking is what steps should we move move on or go go towards to have peace yeah everybody's i guess fed up with what's going on like so many people have been hurt. So many people have been killed. I think, like, if you're a person of color, it's it's hard for us. Cause I mean, personally, like, I've been part of it. Like, this has brought up some feelings for me. Like, I remember I, I was going to the beach. Like, I like to skate at the beach, and I was going to the beach, and I got pulled over. And for no, I mean, no reason at all. I was I was by where, where the handles is. I pulled over into the parking lot of Handles, and um, I, I asked the cops, like, 
you know what's wrong like did i do something wrong and then they had me come out the car and then just the thing that gets to me like just thinking back is like i didn't know my rights i didn't know they weren't supposed to tell me that like i wasn't i didn't know that i wasn't let them, like i wasn't supposed to let them search my car without like actual like cost but you know me like i was just trying not to avoid a conflict i was like okay so they they handcuffed me for no reason like i was just in my car you know they asked me for my license registration i gave it to them they asked me to come on my car like obviously like that that wasn't right and they put me in my trunk and um they didn't put me in my trunk they like they told me to like spread my legs put my hands behind my back um they handcuffed me i was right there in front of my like on my trunk handcuffed and they told me like if they they could search my car i was like sure like obviously i had nothing to hide but i was like you know what but then i kept asking the officer that was like so it was two one that was searching and one that was like with me making sure that i wouldn't run or anything and i asked them like so like can you tell me why i got pulled over he's like well um like you're acting suspicious i was like well yeah i mean i'm you're pulling me over like i'm nervous like i'm not used to getting pulled over so like i really like i obey the law like you probably saw my my driving record like i don't do anything to to like you know for this to happen and then so he he like the, the other cop was finished and i asked that cop like so why did you pull me over and he's like, well, when your headlights was out and I was looking at my headlights, I was like, which one? He's like, oh, it looked like it was out. So like, like to me, like that made me feel like, oh shit. Like just thinking back, just remembering it now, just made me feel like, like fuck, you know? Like, so I was just like targeted for no fucking reason. Like it was my little hoopty, it was my little red car. So you, so you can't even say that, like I was driving a nice car that I looked like I didn't fit in because I was going to Redondo. Like, I was just minding my business. I, like, planning to go on this, like, ride my skateboard. But I got pulled over for no fucking reason, you know? And then, and then that brought another feeling. So, um, my mom. So, I live pretty close to Northgate. And my mom asked me um, to go to Northgate for her because, you know, walking distance is pretty far. So, I was driving to Northgate on my way back by the freeze elementary um like i was turning into l street and this like cop car just like swerves right in front of me and then he's like like he's like what are you what are you like we saw you driving really fast i was like really like where like yeah you're driving really fast so like my my thing is he was driving through freeze i was driving through marine so there's literally a whole block like in between us and he said that I was driving super fast from from PCH all the way to L Street. Where they're on this side of the street, I was on the whole other side of the street. And apparently, they saw me driving really fast on my car. And again, I have, this car is a Corolla 1990. I, it takes me a minute to, to hit 50 miles like an hour on the freeway. So how fast could I have been driving? on these streets where they saw me and they caught up to me so they would have to be speeding also for they, for them to catch up to me for them to turn they would actually have to turn so that would cost they would have to even go faster than me for them to catch up 
to stop me. So this police officer went right in front of my car, which I thought it was like, like pretty dangerous because I was just driving and all of a sudden just drives right in front of my car, pulls me right over, bumper to bumper. I was like, you know, and then he's like, why? Like you, you seem suspicious. Like you seem like you have something to hide. Like where'd you get this car? And again, this is a 1990 Corolla, Toyota Corolla. This is a bucket car. He's like, did you buy, did you steal this car from San Pedro? Again, why would I go to San Pedro to steal this car? If I was gonna steal a car, why would it be this bucket? It's three different colors. It's red. What? Uh, my hood is black, and my bumper, my side bumper, are white. But again, I was pulled over for nothing. I was accused of breaking the law when I was just minding my business. So like I could really, like I could like sympathize with these people because like just by living your life, you could be harassed. Like, and there's been this instances lately where I've gone pulled over but if it wasn't for for you, I feel like it did the escalated the situation. Like like you got you were upset because on on New Year's I was screaming, I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy. But like really think about it. If you were in the car, do you feel I would have got away with that? Do you feel I would have been able to drive away? Without a ticket, without anything. Because when I've been by myself and I got pulled over, I've been harassed. If it wasn't for you being in the car, speaking for me, I, I think it, like things would have been much worse. So, like, I could sympathize with these people. And yeah, like, all these feelings were, like, bottled up away. Like, bottled up because, like, I didn't have to think about it before. Like, I would actually just, like, you know what, like, this is part of life. I was just, you know, used to it. I was just, you know, accepted my faith. Like, like yeah, I, like, I'm a person of color. Like, I'm a man. I'm, I'm like, I'm Hispanic. Like, they're going to be suspicious of me. And the sad part is, this is, like, something that's ingrained for you from, since you're small. Like, you may feel like you don't deserve the same as everybody. Like, you should at all times be aware where the cameras are, where everything's at because like you want proof that you're not doing anything wrong like you're just shopping you know or you're driving somewhere or you're just attending an event like you're just trying to live your life but just because you're you look a different way you have to be more aware of your surroundings you have to be more respectful and we compare the two situations like right now we're on COVID and people were up in arms because they couldn't get the haircut. They couldn't go to the nail salon. They couldn't go to the gym. And like you see people with guns in front of police officers in their face. And then now compare it to people protesting. They brought riot gear out. You don't see the police officers with riot gear when there was white people. Or, you know, I can't even, but mostly white people when they're upset because their first amendment, their rights were being taken away. But when you see people 
incarcerated being killed like it changes the the like for some reason that that makes it better like so you're taking our some people's rights but because it doesn't apply to you then it's okay oh it's it's offensive to the american flag to kneel like people tried doing this peacefully and now that you see them trying to like you know like the like the first amendment is the freedom of speech like they're trying to exercise that that right it's a big ass deal but when they try just kneeling like protesting just by kneeling protesting by sitting by like standing what their beliefs are like people didn't people were talking down so but now now that like you got more people and you know what the sad part is it took the off all states to come together 13 countries for everybody to come to be on the same page for something to actually happen because like you saw in the media like everybody knows about Kaepernick who was kneeling and then that that started a chain of events like people like another teams were kneeling other sports were kneeling but the, the like that wasn't like nobody noticed that right but now all of a sudden because now you're hitting the people in their pockets people are looting oh now you're starting to talk about it but before when people weren't doing anything we're trying to like play by the rules you didn't you didn't take that you just took it for granted so like i think people should just do what they're doing now like keep protesting but peacefully not rioting um not breaking into people's things because if you think about it like they're destroying people's like like if you break into nike if you break into ross like sure like i i could see why and i would like not to be fucked up like i know it's people's jobs and they're probably like not going to work because they're trying to fix the stores or they probably close it down but i would rather them do that to those stores to corporate stores than to little mom and pop shops so what i've been doing is i've donated money to little pop pop shops i've donated like in total so far i've donated like 50 bucks like it's not much but it's something you know like i haven't donated to black life matters because everybody's donating to them i haven't donated to george floyd because everybody's donating to him i just saw so they wanted almost two thousand almost two million for for his for his um funeral costs the average cost of a funeral is eight thousand average all right so my question like it's ha- having me question so so on a side note floyd wet mayweather pretty much pay for the whole funeral so so now so far they've made over 12 million dollars off of this man's death the family because this money's for his family and he has two gofundme accounts so the one i saw has 12 million already floyd mayweather paid for his funeral costs so now they're sitting on 12 million so his family went became millionaires overnight so what I want to know, what are they going to do with that money? There's many families that have been victims of police brutality. He's just the one that's the most recent one. And the one that they're using to promote this. So I want to know now there's two sides to this. Now, 
we 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 are causing people to look at things but now a family has benefited from his death and it's a fucked up way to look at it i understand but now i want to know what the family's going to do since er- like this family got became millionaires overnight and i understand money's not everything and i and i understand how this could seem like this could be looked at the way i'm i'm phrasing it but i want to know if they're going to help people are they going to cause are they going to make a foundation are they going to make a non-profit to help families that have gone to this type of ordeal cuz i'm sure like other families cuz i'm looking at other gofundmes and black life matters have has made a shitload of money george floyd's family has made a bunch of money so what are they going to do about it and the reason another reason why i don't donate to them is because i don't know who's really running them I don't know where the money really is going. I rather donate. I've the money I've donated is to people that I actually know, the people that follow me and I follow them, that I know that the money's actually gonna go to them. So what can we do? Keep doing what we're doing. Me, I'm not. A, I'm not about confrontation. So I know I wouldn't be able to go to a protest, but I work a lot, and I could. And I, I could decide how to spend my money because I work for my money. And if I choose to donate it to people that I actually know, then that's my right because I do I make my money. Just like how everybody, I don't tell you how to spend your money and people, you shouldn't tell me how to spend mine. So that's how I'm choosing. But also look at the people that are funding. Like a whole thing is Trump, right? So people are talking about how when we needed a president he wasn't there he he pretty much hid on a bunker right and that's that's pretty much has never happened so what we need to do is f- really look at the people that are representing us in the government cuz the president isn't looking out for us we don't like we all know that the governor the mayors they like all these politicians they have their own agenda so what we need to do is come together and see who's really gonna do like do right by us who's really gonna have our best interests not the best interests of corporate companies not their best interests but the people's best interests and it's hard because like you really don't know what people are gonna do. Like every president promises things and they pretty much actually go through twenty five percent of the things they promise. So like I wanna know like what can we really do? Like I, I wish there was like a honesty pill or a serum or something where like you give it to them they go up on the platform and they actually say what they really are going to do. Like we need to all like the thing is we're all divided right now. Like we're we it seems like we're together but at the same time we're all fighting for different issues. Like I see people fighting for police for police brutality. People are fighting for immigration. But uh, for queer for queer representation. But like you're the, the thing is you're taking you're taking from people's like people are looking at so many issues at the same time and it's so hard to focus on one what about we we fight for one issue at a time like right now the most important one is police brutality so how about we all focus our energy into that 
Don't make it about you. Don't make it about your sexuality. Don't make it about your race. Just about how we're treated as people. How we're treated out in the streets. How we're looked at just for being colored. And and also, you shouldn't, if you're white, you shouldn't feel bad for being white. Just how we weren't, we weren't asked to be this color. You weren't asked to be that color. And because to me, it feels like you're apologizing for being who you are. And like, I know white people and they're, they're cool. I know black people and they're cool. See, I know people are different race, different colors, and they're cool. It's just about how you're going to use your voice. So like, my thing is use your voice to help each other. Like, that's all I ever want to do. Like, that's what my show's all about. Like, my whole thing is, I want to help people. And you tell me, like, all you want to do is leave a legacy. But I don't see what the, what's wrong with leaving a legacy. Because it, for me, leaving a legacy means that people are going to remember what you stood for. And that you helped. And all I want to do is I want to leave a legacy so people could remember that I helped so many people so they could help people too. That's why it's important for me to leave a legacy. It's not a legacy for to self-serve myself. It's not for, to serve myself. It's for people to remember what I stood for and hopefully inspires them to do the same. Like, yes, I want to have uh, like a nice, I want to live comfortable, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think everybody wants to live comfortable. So what we need to do is educate ourselves on what's really going on, come together, and, you know, work towards that goal. But we need to all be on the same page, not fight each other, because we're fighting over different issues. We're really losing the, like, perspective, like, the actual vision of it, you know? Like, if we fight each other, that that's pretty much what they want. They want us to fight each other. They want us to talk down on protesting. They, that's what they want. They want us to lose the, the focus. They want us to like, oh, well, people are rioting. Yeah, well, that mean that's part of it. Like, I honestly believe that you need to hit them where it hurts. And their money, their pocket is where it hurts. So we need to stop supporting people that aren't looking out for our best interests. I don't know if I answer your questions because you, there was a lot there where, and then I know I've said a lot too and since you asked me I'm going to ask you too so how do you feel like what how how do you feel how do you feel about what's going on how is it affecting you and what do you think we could do so we could change what's going on well, kind of just going back into like what you were saying, like, I'm sorry that you had to have these experiences throughout your life. I don't think anybody should have to go through that. It's not something that I could say that I've ever experienced with police or law enforcement. Yes, like in my work, I have been asked by other civilians, like, what am I doing and etc. But that's for something else i feel like some of the things that you were saying like i definitely understand i would have to disagree that i don't think like rioting is the answer i understand what you're saying like if you can get people who are part of corporations to really see like there's an issue here 
Um, it's a possibility that it can make change, but I don't think that looting or rioting is really the answer because when people do that, I mean, there's already, um, a, like misconception of certain ethnicities and how they behave during certain situations. So I don't think that's the answer. I feel that you still have to continue to put your best foot forward and don't give in to what the people who go by those standards or not necessarily standards but who believe in uh, like racial profiling and believe that we fit a bill like i don't think that's the answer i don't think ever stooping down to that level where you intentionally commit crimes to hurt other people i don't think that's the way uh, i do think like protesting do help like at times i feel like and I'm sure other people feel this way. It's like, well, what does it even do? Like, it is bring awareness. I feel like at this point, we do need to talk about it. We do, like, I mean, it's long overdue. Since anybody has gone here, you know, like, this country is based, is like, the whole basis is like getting away and breaking off from England because they didn't, like, the four founders didn't believe, like, whatever was going on in England. But a lot of things that are not discussed in like our history class in our elementary schools any of our public schooling never really mentioned actually at all that they they just said like kind of like a broad thing like columbus discovered it, and we knew that that was to be false like he wasn't the first one to discover it. like there were people already living here they took it did whatever they did to the people that were already living here brought slaves here like so it's our country i wouldn't say is necessarily founded on the greatest things and it is learned behavior this is something that's like deep rooted and it is going to take time to unlearn everything that we've already learned i think honestly the step forward is going to be and I, i've said this with you before it starts at home it's about having open communication and saying something when inappropriate behavior happens i mean it is uncomfortable today i had a conversation with my mom and she was she's over it she's over everything that's going on and i had to explain to her i'm like mom you know i know you know firsthand like this stuff happens and it's not necessarily just about this one particular person it's just it back going back to what I was saying earlier about everybody being at home shelter in place because of COVID-19 like everybody's already on edge and for things like this to happen everybody's already upset a lot of people are out of work money's really tight can't go anywhere there's no way to escape it you just have to stay home tensions are high within probably families um living situations maybe not being able to buy the essentials that you need because you don't have an income worrying about how you're gonna pay your back your 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 mortgage or rent how are you gonna be able to pay your car note if you are like i mean i know like they probably have um situations where like the different companies or financial institutions can help you but realistically like are they stopping collecting interest i don't think so i don't think that's happening so there's a lot of reasons that people are upset and i feel like all of that piled on this wasn't one other thing that we needed on on our plates people are over it that's the last thing that you want to see is somebody 
begging for their life and other people are mocking it and not really taking it seriously and like i still like even though like most people want instant and like an instant change it's not gonna happen if you come from a family where this kind of behavior is acceptable or an abusive family or a family where like physical violence is okay it takes time to unlearn that it's not gonna happen overnight it's not something that you could just like snap your finger and be like okay i'm done i'm not gonna think that way anymore it's really hard because you're taught from a young age to believe something a certain way and when you grow up and you figure out like okay maybe that wasn't right it takes a lot of unlearning to do like those previously thought of as okay or acceptable behaviors are not acceptable so just like when you were pulled over or your previous experiences with law enforcement and you just thought it was okay maybe because like these weren't things that were brought up to you or taught or you weren't taught about these things growing up because it was never something that was considered an issue so when you were put in these situations I don't think you know like of course you're scared you don't know what's going on like nobody ever wants to get in trouble like that's why we obey the law for the most part people obey the law so it I can't drive this home enough and say like it does need to start at home people do need to have these uncomfortable conversations they do need to teach their children that it's like yes we're all different colors and that's great but you don't treat anybody differently just because of whatever color they are you could be any color under the rainbow. It doesn't matter. Like what people need to be judged on is based off of how they carry themselves and their actions. I don't think until that really gets taken home or like people are really held accountable for things that they say and things that they do by their loved ones who disagree. Like because everything I do see on social media saying like if you're silent, you're with them. Like you're I agree. Like if you stand by and see something happening to somebody else you're just as bad as the people that are doing it because you're saying that it's acceptable and i think like one thing that i see and that's really upsetting is like when i see um like different influencers or different people like obviously like, these are not people that i know because the people that i know like face to face like in person like actually know like know that this is not true but when I see like influencers and like people, like especially young people will like believe into anything that you see, anything that you, like you don't, they don't even fact check. They just like, yeah, like they'll just jump on the bandwagon and be like, yeah, that's true. Like that's why we don't fuck with these people. Like I'll see, like you'll see like a lot of thing like Hispanics for black lives or like we're in this together and stuff like that. And I feel like for my upbringing, I feel that that's true. I can't speak for everybody. But when I see people post stuff like, nah, they're not really with us, like, I, I take offense. Because even though, like, how I portray myself, how I carry myself, and how I treat other people, like, I know that that's not to be true. I really hate when people generalize. Because just like people don't like to be generalized, and they are, like, considered, like, taking a, like, people don't like to be a stereotype to fit into a stereotype but what upsets me is that when people ask not to be looked at as a stereotype 
but then they go ahead and do the same thing to other people. How does that bring about any change? I feel like people really need to take a step back and stop trying to be like, oh, you're not with me, you're not down, you're not this. Like, really step back and look at yourself. Reevaluate. You're asking other people to stop treating you a certain way, but yet you're doing the same thing to other people. So I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed that people don't really address. They don't bring that up and it's really upsetting. Like, I'm just like, look, I'm just gonna focus on myself, do what I gotta do. As long as I'm doing right, as long as I'm treating people equally and respectfully, that's all that matters. But when I see stuff like that, I'm like, what are you even talking about? But yeah, I, I, if I stress that enough, that's what I felt. And I honestly, like, I really can't say that I have any run-ins with the law. Like, I feel like I'm fortunate enough to, I mean, have lived a life where I would say that I'm sheltered. Like, even talking to my mom, like, my mom's Filipino and she's been around Mexicans and other Hispanics and Samoans and black people. And, like, we're just, like, a melting pot. So... I've always had like a diverse background. I've never had really like any issues. Like we're all just here. You look different from me and that's okay. Like it's fine. We all look different. We're all mixed. Um, like she would tell me like when I had like uncles who were harassed by police officers and then like she ended up going to jail because she was, it was a whole thing. But um, I haven't, I've been fortunate enough to not ever have to have been pulled over by the police for something that I was doing that or wasn't doing or anything of that nature. So really seeing this, hearing your story and hearing other people's stories really makes me more aware, I guess, of what's going on. Even though I know things are going on, it's just like in my immediate family, I can't say that we've ever had this experience or at least my brothers or sisters never told me about their experiences. The sad part is that like we do like I see a lot right now I've been seeing a lot of videos in person and like I know for myself like you have like the sad part is you have to teach your, your children like how to act around the police like I'm sure like like Caucasian white people they've never had to have that talk and something that I know like you probably know for sure is like my mom like we live in fear constantly like she's always pointing out what the cops are oh the cops the police the police and you're just driving you're not doing anything you're driving you're walking somewhere but you always know where the police is like you always know if they're quick to point out the police because you live in constant fear that they're gonna pull you over. They're gonna t say something to you. And I strongly believe that white people don't have that. Caucasian people don't have that. They will get in the face of police officers and will will talk to them and and talk shit to them. But if we do that, you know, this happens to us. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you though. Like we we do need to educate like the kids. We need to educate ourselves. Like something that I told you, like we need to fight them with the with the same things they're fighting us with. So they're using the law. So we need to use the law to fight with them. And it's sad that we need to even go that far. We need to we need to memorize the civil codes and 
our rights um, the amendments like shit that we were taught but still like it's sad that like i don't feel people like everybody has to do that like we don't all have to but in order to fight them to what to do we have to educate ourselves so like the first steps yeah you're teaching your kids like you know put your hands where they can see them make sure at all times don't reach for your pockets if they tell you you get it you you tell them it's right here you gotta tell them every single move before you even do it like that's you gotta tell them your name you gotta tell them you gotta tell them you have nothing on you if you do you gotta tell them where you have it what it is because you're you know you don't want be mistaken for something that might not be like i know this little kid like he had a plastic gun he got shot for having a plastic gun but yet you see these people like i bet you if these protesters would carry like automatic guns while they were protesting you know it would go down much different they they wouldn't be pulling out rubber bullets they would be pulling out real bullets but you got other people they're going into public like public offices like government offices with their guns with automatic guns not handguns automatic big ass guns army guns and nothing nothing happens to them and in one one hand i like it makes me feel like damn like police officers even feel like white people are pussies that even though they have a gun they're not gonna do nothing with it they know that they're all barking no bite but they actually they fear us because they know that we're actually <laughs> we'll use it like we'll have them because we'll use it they'll have them for show to make themselves feel better to f give themselves power but we actually know that we have power we don't use it and they're okay they, that's what they want they don't want us to use our power they don't want us to know that we have that power so they've been doing everything in their power to make us feel like we don't have any power like they're like I, I just read something like people that are like like barbers like stuff like that they have to do like 1200 like 2000 hours or a thousand hours and they only prepare police officers for eight hours on how to de-escalate like events like barbers go through more training than police officers they yeah they teach them how to use guns how to do different tricks how far to shoot but they don't bother to teach him to show them on how to de-escalate so it won't get to that point for them to use it like they're using like the bullets they're not meant to be shot at people they're meant to shoot like to reflect at people they're using to shoot them at people's heads like you've seen videos little kids being maced and yeah my i question those that too like why is that little kid there but i also see that as well the parent wanted the, the child to see what will peaceful how you could peacefully protest how you could peacefully say what how you feel and like exercise that amendment that we're all fight for that what america was built on what what america is all about freedom so use that freedom of speech but this child children are getting hurt because people with bigger with guns people that are using their power that are afraid and i understand people we're all afraid we're all afraid of the cops the cops are afraid of us like we need to stop that we need to find a way for nobody to be for to sit down and be like okay how are you not going to be afraid of me and how i'm not going to be afraid of you you know like 
when I when I said about the whole rioting thing, I I I want to say this like I don't I don't condemn it. I don't want people looting. That's not what I want. What I meant is like America's built on money. That's what drives the fucking world, money. So if you cut if you pull your money away from these people, they'll actually do something. They'll be like, oh, well, we liked your money. So how can we get your money back? All right. So if you really look at it, your power is your money. Your voice is your money. So you got to use your money and give it to the people that are actually going to do stuff with it. They're actually going to benefit from it, you know? And But okay. And something that I wanted to mention, like, it sucks it sucks being handcuffed not only does it make you feel bad because like that you're on public display for people to see they don't really know they're judging you and that that goes in your head but also they could frisk you like i like i feel like afterwards i feel violated i feel like i feel icky like they they literally like rub your thighs they rub your like balls like they lift you like that. He did. The police officer actually grabbed my balls, my thighs, like my person. Like, like how would you feel if a total stranger did that to you? And like you're giving them, like, and they have the right to pretty much grab you and 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 do stuff to you. We're like, we don't have the right to do that. Can we, like like citizens arrest? Can we actually arrest the officer? So somebody that is out right now shoots somebody like oh pepper spray somebody can we arrest officer because i don't think we could do that in it, it you're right it, it does suck that we have to educate ourselves and know the law better than maybe some police officers or other law enforcement uh like and you know in my job like i have to know like i have to know 100 percent before i have to present my case or why I'm deciding to do something with attorneys, with different vendors, etc. Like I have to be 100% sure because they're going to try to fact check me every step of the way. So just, I mean, I feel like fortunate enough, like that I am knowledgeable about certain things, but at the same time, like I do feel like it's mandatory. Like I feel like it's necessary, not just like for my work, but in life, because even before like having this job, like I knew that I had to make sure like if I'm going to be right, like I need to have facts to back it up and I need to educate myself. Yes, it sucks that we have to be more educated about the law than maybe some white people. Um, but at the same time, I feel like we should use that to our advantage, continue to educate ourselves and be knowledgeable to be able to hold our own and, and stand up and be like, you know, you're wrong. And this is why you're wrong because they can't argue with it. Like there's no room. There's no if, ands, or buts. It's black and white. This is what it says. I understand like some laws and civil codes are open for interpretation, but in certain instances, I feel like if you know for sure, like this is the only way, like this can be interpreted that you have that information and you stay educated because it will help you. I'm not saying like, there are going to be cases where or instances where you're like even if you are knowledgeable and you are doing the right thing that you're not going to be harassed because we see it time and time like day in day out where this happens and it doesn't matter like you present the law you abide by the law and people will still 
ignore that and still do something and you sitting there like man i'm doing the right thing i'm being a good citizen i'm making sure that i'm doing everything in accordance to the law and i'm being a good person and that doesn't change the fact that you still will be confronted with people who don't give a shit they would just do whatever they want because they feel like it's okay but that's why it is important to continue to educate yourself educate your friends educate your family acquaintances because at the end of the day like as corny as it sounds knowledge is power is there anything else that you wanted to add well that's it thank you for sitting or laying down with me um appreciate you i think we should probably do this more often like i think honestly like having one mic like i part personally like it made me like stop wanting to interrupt you because i knew i wasn't gonna be heard so i think like i said we probably should <laughs> should probably do this more often so we won't fight i mean not fight but like we can actually listen to each other and like to me having the headphones really like helped me focus on what you're saying i guess like i wasn't distracted by outside noise because your voice was being amplified in my ear so i mean i think we had a good talk i think it probably helped us our relationship a little bit i mean personally at least so i feel like i was able to talk to you about something and they didn't know how i felt and because we had this conversation a couple of days ago when like people were actually like when we were living through it like when people are writing and stuff we we're kind of like i got a little heated and i guess i wasn't able to express myself why but i guess maybe like you kind of understand a little bit why i felt the way i did and I, yeah like i do agree with you this is all learned behavior like it starts at home so we want to educate like the, the like you gotta educate the future so educate the kids so they could pass down this knowledge and actually you know make shit happen because like they're gonna be the ones that are gonna carry it forward because we could do everything in our power to change things but if they don't continue the the fight then things are just gonna go back to how they were so like i said i appreciate you having this conversation with me um i really feel like it's helped me i don't know how you feel but thank you thank you for having me on your show so i don't know that is that it okay i think it will help you in your future interviews because i know unfortunately maybe you will like half listen and i'm not trying to like attack you or anything but a lot of times i feel like in our relationship we're not listening uh, to understand we're listening so that we can talk and i feel like maybe this helped you i was understanding what you were saying the other day when we were talking and you were getting upset and you, maybe you felt like i wasn't understanding you like i did but maybe this is more beneficial for you because you'll actually listen and not be distracted not to say that i don't do the same at times when i'm upset or emotional so maybe this is beneficial for you. Maybe because you feel like, okay, it's an interview. I need to pay attention. I need to like really focus versus like if we're just talking and maybe you don't feel like you're being heard or I don't feel like I'm being heard. And this way you feel like, okay, this is a show. Like I need to be focused. Like I can't fuck up. Like I really have to pay attention. 
because they're going to ask me a question and I need to really know what they're talking about. Well, thank you for being on our show. Until next time, this is another episode of Let's Talk. May you have the confidence to always do your best May you take no effort in your being generous Sharing what you can, nothing more, nothing less May you know the meaning of the word happiness May you always lead from the beating in your chest May you be treated like an esteemed guest May you get to rest, may you catch your breath May the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows And the clutter off your desk May you have unquestionable health and less stress Having no possessions, no immeasurable wealth May you get a gold star on your next test May your educated guesses always be correct And may you win prizes shining like diamonds May you really own it each moment to the next
This song has been brought to you by Let Me Know Podcast. New episode every week available on all streaming platforms.